Hello. 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 Can anybody hear me? Hello. Hello. Can anybody hear me? Dear God, how long is this freaking? Does this button even work? <sighs> oh. Well, where am I? Nope. I'm stuck in an elevator at my job. You know, that same job that I quit like a month ago. What the fuck? I was supposed to be leaving to go watch my baby while my husband is at the eye appointment and now he's gonna be late and I'm gonna be late. This is not good. And I don't even have signal in here. I'm stuck in this freaking elevator. Oh my God. Oh wait, wait, let me tell you how I got here. Well, if I was paying attention this morning and I actually gave a shit, I would have noticed that the way the elevator slammed when I got to the floor was not a good noise at all. But instead, I just brushed it off. Eh. And then I took another chance. And I blindly got in that elevator again during early lunch, you know, an hour before anybody else plans on using this freaking elevator. And it gave me the big old fuck you. And it stopped in between floor three and two. So of course I'm gonna be late. And I've got zero signal and nobody freaking hears me. I actually pressed this help button like beep, 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 beep. And then I tried again and some automated message that made me think it was actually gonna dial out somewhere made another beep, beep, and then nothing. And then I pressed it like five more times. Ugh. And then I start yelling again. And uh, that, that's where we are, I'm yelling. Hello? Hello? <sighs> So, I wonder, how frequently do people get stuck in elevators? Public elevators, at least, have to be checked at least once a year. I mean, these things have inspection reports. Look, this one, it was just checked last month. It should be working. But here I am, trapped, eating my lunch away in a freaking elevator. It's getting sweaty, and there's no freaking air conditioning. Did you know that? There's no air conditioning in elevators, at least none that I've been in. And now it's getting this humid, nasty breath smell. So I'm trapped. And it sucks. The oxygen's dwindling and I'm, and I'm thinking I'm gonna die. So let's flash forward to the part where I'm finally out of this freaking elevator. <laughs> So I just got out of that frickin' elevator, and I had to jump like three feet. But thankfully, I could jump out of the shaft and boom, hop right out onto the floor with a little thanks from the elevator mechanic that eventually showed up. All that yelling and screaming did work, and I found out a little something. When an elevator is thought to be going excessively fast, there is a safety, and it just... It stops right in the middle of whatever's going on and says, too fast, too dangerous, we're stopped. That's what happened to me. I was asked, were you jumping? And I said, hell no. I used to, I'll admit. As a kid, I used to jump in elevators. But that's not something I think to do anymore. 
And apparently, you can get charged with a misdemeanor if you cause your elevator to stop in the middle of its tracks. Normally, you have to have a pretty high weight to begin with. So, you know, a few people, if you guys all jumped up simultaneously, it would go faster and the elevator will abruptly stop. The mechanic will come rescue you. And then all of a sudden, you're given a huge bill for acting like a dummy. And you probably got stuck in it for a good 30 minutes to an hour. Now, I was only in that elevator for about 45 minutes, but I was one person being sweaty, and I can't imagine being in a whole group of people sharing that same sweaty hot box. I could see it being pretty sobering, you know, if they had beautiful music, but I didn't have music, and I was kind of panicking, and I, I was actually afraid for it to start again because I did not want to feel that abrupt stop because I thought, hell, that's like... Freaking free whiplash. Should I sue? I don't know. I don't think I've got any injuries. I just now have a new fear that I'm going to get trapped in an elevator again and it's going to make me late. So I guess I'm going to go up like four flights of stairs every time I go into that freaking office. And you know, I, I found out that there's something I think the world needs to know about these damn elevator call buttons. First off, uh, I might have neglected some kind of menu prompt that said to press an additional button because I was in full panic mode that I thought I was just going to be able to talk to somebody. I might have needed to press like a one or a two. But also, it doesn't dial out to an emergency 911, get me the fire station right away. No, it's like it's a program number that is, you know, possibly that building's maintenance department. And because it's a program number that's not just the default emergency line, it may or may not dial out to somebody that's actually awake and coherent enough to answer your calls. In my circumstance, it didn't dial out anywhere. About four years ago in Denver, Colorado, there's this old dude named Isaac, and Isaac had dementia. He was out exploring and never made it back to his apartment. His family was like, what's up, Isaac? Wait, you're not at home? And they report him missing. And about a month later, this dude is found trapped in an elevator. He had pressed that call button twice. There was actually a service company that came out to try to find him, but they went to the wrong elevator in the building and no dice. They actually checked two elevators. Well, there was a third elevator in this like little construction zone area. And that's the one this old guy got trapped in. You know, he pressed his two buttons for the call of help, and it was all dismissed. And this poor elderly man wasn't found for a freaking month. It was the nasty smell that made the people that were living in his apartment complex say, Ugh, this smells like a dead body. And it was. I mean, that could have been me if I got trapped in a uh, different elevator that had a lot less volume. Because my call button didn't go out. Yeah, we already know I've got doubts about that, right? Like, I might not have followed directions. One thing to note is that nobody really took blame for Isaac's death. There was a report that was saying, like, you know, it'll be investigated. Well, if you try to look this story up, it's like, oh, it's an old person that died. And, you know, old people, they're kind of worthless, right? Well, that's terrible. I mean, I want a follow-up. I want to know that somebody's going to take responsibility for Isaac's death because, you know, he pressed his button. Where was his caretaker? Or did he not have one even though he had dementia? Either way, it's really sad. In Singapore, it is illegal to piss in an elevator. That makes sense, right? I mean, if you do it here in the States, you'll have some consequences too. If you piss in an elevator, there's a good chance you're going to get fined for the cleanup fee. You know, if it can be linked back to you, nobody's going to let you get away with just pissing in an elevator. But in Singapore, they actually install these urine detection devices. Once you pee in an elevator, that device sets off an alarm and the alarm contacts police and they arrive wherever you are pissing in an elevator and 
arrest you. So, you know, they take piss very seriously in Singapore. I think that's great because I don't want to be in a stinky, nasty, piss-smelled elevator. Ugh. Thank you for keeping me company while I was trapped in the elevator earlier. I was really scared and I couldn't have survived without you. I hope you have an amazing day. And please, be safe and take the stairs.